Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 265. And wait. Wait. Go. Get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my door. I'm a more razor. Strict man ain't your boy. About to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 265 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host, at Muggage Putty. Joined, as always, by the man who, ever since he got here, has been trying to book his flights on the next trip to space. Mark Schwann. Marcus, how you doing, buddy? Dude, I keep on trying, man. Hold on. Wait. Nope. With all sincerity, I hope you get it. I hope it's one way. <laughs> I'll start a new podcast up there. Do you care? <laughs> do you care about this? Do I care about this? Do I care about shot wrestling? Of course no, I do. No, no. These billionaires shooting themselves? Nah, I, re- I honestly don't. That's all I'm surprised. It's like, uh, Are you surprised I, I don't care? Yeah. Why? You're pompous like that. I, I really don't ki- give a fuck. Like, well, let's concentrate about, like, you know, here on Earth. Yeah. We just got ravaged by a huge pandemic. We have lots of problems here. Like, use your money for good here. You're billionaires with a B. Right. And poor, sweet. Loving, beautiful, God's gift to this earth, Dolly Parton donated a million dollars of her own money to help produce a vaccine. That's right. She, I forgot about 100 that. Million, I think, not hundred million. I think it was a million dollars to okay. Moderna yeah. to help facilitate this vaccine. Right. And these guys have done nothing. These guys are nothing. playing with their toys in the fucking desert. And you know, can we talk about like how these rocket ships look like big giant dicks? <sighs> if you want to. Like, it, they just, it looks like the scene from Austin Powers. Yeah. And now, uh, I forgot what company it was, is making adult toys in those shapes. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm just like, well played. That's good marketing. <laughs> like, this is all over the place. And like, billions of dollars. Over, I think one guy had 17 years waiting for this. I mean, it's cool if you have the money to piss away like that. But not during and, these and, times. Hey, how about I, this? They're not it, even going to space. They're going to the edge of right, space. They're going to the edge of space. For five minutes. It, it's not even. I think it was four it's minutes. It's a bad actually. PR move, I think. Like, hey... How many people like could use money for good here, like you know, vac- vaccinations for for small businesses, for uh, you know, starvation, for for a lot. Of, there's a lot of homeless people now. There are a lot more homeless people yeah. than there were before the pandemic. And a million dollars to them is nothing. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And a million dollars could help so many people. Student loan debt, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. There was one housing crisis. There was one CEO of some big company, not not that big. I don't know the name of it. He gave a commencement address, I think, year, uh, two years ago. And during his speech, he was saying how his company is going to pay off everybody's student loan. Oh, no way. He that's said, amazing. That's what you do with your money. That's huge. That's what you do. Right. Help all the people out, not have a dick measuring contest in space. No. Edge of space, I'm sorry. And and can we talk about this? They don't pay taxes. Uh, we can't talk about that. That's a different story. We have we spent too much time on that. <laughs> that's a whole different horse. Don't get me started, Marcus. Oh, my God. We're not that type of podcast. July 23rd, we are recording the show on Friday. Casually scrolling through my Time Hop app today. Okay. Nine years ago to this day, Raw 1000. Oh, wow. It's been nine years of more since Raw aired their 1000th episode. Wow. Doesn't seem that long ago. 
But so, yeah, it seems like a lifetime ago at the same time. So when when are we heading to 2000 then? Where, what episode are they on now? I think we got uh, over 10 years for that. Okay. Because it took, what, 21 years? Well, 10 years from that date, not from like now. Correct, yes. Okay, okay you're right. Yeah. Um, so we got we have some time. Okay. We got a while. All right. It was three years ago today. Nikki Cross made her debut on Raw. And look at her. Because I remember I took a picture of it. Like, who the fuck's this? Was some oh, ran- you didn't know who she was? No, there was, there was some random girl on the stage. With all the superstars on the stage. Mm. Like, who the fuck's this? Some random stranger made it to the stage. Can someone call security? <laughs> that was the caption I wrote. And here we are, three years later, woman champion. Congratulations there. Congrats to her, indeed. Marcus, I wasn't here last week. Yeah, no, I know. So thank you again to uh, Alphonse Stevens for filling in for me. He, got a, he did a great job. Hope to have him back sooner rather than later. Absolutely. I loved being on with him. You know, I thought I know a lot about wrestling. Yeah. I've been watching it my whole life. But this guy, blowing me out of the water. Oh, he knows his shit, Talking about Ring of Honor, all this other stuff. I'm like, I... Oh, yeah, big Ring of Honor guy. I'm like, that's something I, we don't talk about enough I on the also, show. I have to say, I, you know, me and you were on the same page as far as Bill, Go- Bill Goldberg, yeah. right? It was actually interesting talking to someone... That was, yeah, you're right. That was. I literally never... I'm not even being facetious here. I, I've never talked to a Bill Goldberg fan before in my life. So it was interesting hearing why. And I was like thinking, like, wow, Bill Goldberg is the modern day uh, Ultimate Warrior. Because yeah. like, I, when he was describing about Goldberg, I remember feeling that way for Ultimate Warrior back when I was his age. And his analogy of like a, a former wrestling fan in like the break room, yeah, that for some reason that this analogy made it. Oh, I can see it now. That makes more sense. Right. Thank you, Elfon Stevens. You did a great job. Thank Give that you back. Yeah, I think this is so important to, like, to figure out, like, with like you know wrestling, and I think just life in general, like you know, just because someone thinks opposite of you. Or, or has a different opinion of you, you know, don't attack them for it. Figure out why. Like, why do they think they do? Like, why Why do they have that opinion? You know, what, you, you know what year we live in? You, you, have, like, a good, good, uh, you have a good discussion. People don't way. do that anymore, Marcus. I, I know. It's crazy. It's a crazy concept. It's a crazy concept. But, like, you know, I, I, I could have easily just attack off with, oh, you're dumb for liking Goldberg. Or, oh, man, really? But, no, I was very, very curious. Like, I was just, hey, why? Also, last time I was on the show, towards the end, I believe, I invited you over to my house. Mm-hmm. For Saturday night to watch Slammiversary. Yeah. And before I can get the word Slammiversary out, you said no. Yes. You told me to, in the not polite way to go fuck myself. No, I did not. I didn't and say go fuck yourself. I you had plans not. already. I did. It turns out Saturday, those plans, you were lying to me because you didn't do the plans you told me to do. Marcus Hollywood Shawan made his reemergence into the indie world. Wrestling. How'd that, how'd that feel? It felt weird. It felt great. It felt great seeing everyone again. I have to say that. It felt amazing being in front of like, a, it was a big crowd at Titan. I, I think there were. I think they were sold out, if not very close to it. And it, it was great being out there with Rick Recon again, man. It, it was a good time. You didn't tell me you were doing that when I invited you over. Like, was that was that a last man thing, or was that something you guys were looking into doing? So, funny story how this all came to be. I actually legit had plans for that Saturday. So, AJ Pan cut a promo against Rick Recon for Titan, right? Of course, AJ Pan is the best. Shout out to AJ Pan. <laughs> Don't round me up. Much love to AJ Pan. Like, you know, he is a friend of the show. Gotten light. So, of course, you know, I had to chime in. I, you know, I, I commented on it, said my piece, trolled him a little bit. Next thing you know, Ray gets involved, Rick gets involved, AJ gets involved. Like, we're all going back and forth at each other. And Ray uh, DMs me on the side. They're like, hey, dude, you know you got to get involved in this. Thing. You got to come Saturday. I'm like, dude, I, I have plans. Oh, yeah. I actually, I actually legit have plans. But then, like, at that exact moment, my plans fall through. I, I forgot even what my plans were supposed to be at that point, truth be told. Uh, was so it, did, like, did you once think about, oh, I can now go to parties? Well, no. This, at, that, at, that no, moment, no. at, at that moment, like, it was just like, no. this, this is a great opening to get back to wrestling. So I was like, hey, you know, uh, I was like, great. Actually, plans just open up. 
because, dude, you got to hit up Rick. I was like, so I talked to Rick. I was like, dude, uh, I'm actually free. Because Rick had put out there on Facebook, it's like, dude, you're more welcome to come, whatever, mm-hmm. along those lines. Rick's like, dude, this is sick. Because are you for real? I was like, yeah. Because, all right, let me talk to the promoters. Talked to the promoters, got back to me, cut a promo. I'm like, okay, this is good to go. Like, we're, we're full-blown go here. I cut the promo. Afterwards, I forgot the fact that Rick is a face at this company. <laughs> well, okay. My promo was a little on the heel side, but still worked out. It was weird being out there as a face, but uh, it, it was cool. It was cool. We, we, uh, we made a little girl's moment uh, a little bit better. She was going through, uh, going through some stuff personally, from what I understand. And, uh, you know, she got the three count with Rick Recon defeating Ray Colucci. So it was, it was a nice moment. But she wasn't an official, so like it's kind of shady. Uh, let me see, I see what AJ Pan is starting to say here. Listen, AJ Pan could talk about all he wants, but he he's he he's disregarding like you know the most important thing is that you know we're here to make fans happy, and you know we we made a little girl's day by talking about Crook. No, he'll no 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 man. This is a beautiful moment here. Mm-hmm. Like let's not tarnish a beautiful moment here for this little girl. Uh, I, I think it was great. And from what I understand, she goes to ref school, so we have a future Aubrey Edwards on our hands here. So this is great. So, we love AJ Pan here at the show. I mean, I would go say love. We love... We appreciate AJ. We love Ray Kalitri, as Great Men calls him. Big booty diving, Ray Kalitri. Love Rick Recon here. We tolerate you. So, that means four guys... Me. Four guys in this wrestling match. I can't wait to watch this. I heard, I heard it was a good match. Yeah, no, it, it, was, it, was, a, it was a very good match. Like, I'm not just saying it because I was involved in it. It was a damn yeah, good match. Ray Kalitri, uh... Rick Recon? It was a great card all around. I have to say, I have to put up oh, put over Titan real fast here. Uh, it was my first time over there. Solid people that work over there. The promoters were solid. The, the talent there is phenomenal. Yeah, Riley Shepard, who's a heel over there. Vicious Ooh. Vicky is a face. What? They face each other. So is this is this like the Canada in the W universe? Like yeah, yeah, yeah dude. It, it, was, it was completely opposite. Uh, Big Kozo was there working oh, as a heel. Okay. Yeah. Um, Damn, Zara World. Who else was there? How's, how's Vicky as a face? Good, good. She got over. Oh, oh, you'll appreciate this. So I during intermission, I ran into Vicky's parents. Oh. Right? They, they, she actually, the mom stopped me. Uh, shout out to Vicious Vicky and her family. Stopped me. It was just like, hey, Mark Schwann. I'm like, hi. And I recognized her just from like social media. I was like, oh, my God. Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. First time having a dialogue in person. And she was putting us over. Shaw Wrestling. She yeah. loved, loved our commentary for. Uh, oh, really? For, for Vicky. Yeah. Okay. Just like, she's like, you guys are my favorite. Like every time I listen to your stuff, I listen to all your guys' matches. Like you guys are awesome. Wow. So I was like, yo. <laughs> props to us and props to Vicious Vicky and her family, man. Like putting us over. Thank you, Mama Vicious. Yeah. Wearing her shirt, by the way. You are? Yeah. Shout out to Vicious you are wearing yeah. her shirt, for real. Available at ProWrestlingTees.com. So it's great to see Bob Culture. I saw people over there. Okay. Uh, Rob Williams. Uh, big fan of the show, apparently. I had no idea. Like, you know, like, he like, really, really enjoys us. Really? Um, What's up, Rob? We'd definitely love to collab with him. Yeah, He was man. doing commentary over there. Alphonse Stevens doing commentary over there. Lots of, just lots of great people over there. I, I feel like I'm forgetting. Steve Mack is a champion over there. He's doing a phenomenal job. He's the locker room leader. Yo, honestly, great vibes. Great, great vibes. Great. It awesome. was a solid show. Awesome. Sounds like a good time over there. I hear, hear a lot of good things about Titan. So maybe we'll check it out one day. No, for real, man. Next time I go out there, maybe you're going to have to uh, drive out with me. You driving? Because I'm not fucking going to Jersey. I, I drove. I, I just can't. It was a bit of a drive. I hate driving to Jersey. I did it once. I don't want to do it again. Well, I mean, if BCW is going out there, I mean... We, 
Anyway, Marcus, we're okay. watching the Olympics opening ceremony. The United States is about to come out. My drink's done. Come back with the news. It's a big news this week. It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. Right, Marcus, before we get into the big news story of the week that everybody's talking about, we watched the United States enter into opening ceremonies of the Olympics. I mean, it was I saw actually that this morning. Oh, then I guess I'll go fuck myself again. <laughs> uh, I don't understand why you have to fucking undercut me every fucking chance you get. What, what the hell are you doing up so early in the morning? What do we so early Anyways, early? before the team of the United States came out, The Rock cut a promo, and you were like, The Rock's everywhere. Yeah. He really is. And L- I, I was telling literally you, everywhere, yeah. I was telling you, he did the same exact thing, same jacket, same background, basically the same speech for the Super Bowl last year. Are we getting oversaturated with The Rock? No. I don't, I don't think we are. He, he can be everywhere. We're not getting sick of him yet. Yeah. We're not canceling The Rock yet. No. Rock's still fucking awesome. He's still fucking awesome. Isn't that crazy? He's still, he's still fucking awesome. Like he's hey, can he do no wrong? He's so likable. I I know he got a lot of uh, not a lot. I think he has some slack for um, some flack, I should say, for like I forgot when it was. It was during some point during COVID when he spoke out against Trump. We, some there are people who love The Rock, who I know, friends of mine, who decided to all of a sudden hate him, right? Because he wasn't voting for Trump. Right. But... I'm like, are you fucking serious? He's at, still fucking rock. At the same time, though, I mean, look how many people follow him still. Look nuts. how many people love him. It's nuts. They still a lot. I feel like the, the amount of people that hate him, which turned on him after that, is not a whole lot. I don't think it's a big percentage. No, it wasn't a big... Most people forgot about it. Yeah. I think the smartest thing The Rock could do, don't listen to anybody, and please, please don't run for president of the United States. No, please don't. Because then you, half the country will automatically hate you. Right. No matter what you say. Right. People take that as a heel turn. Although, I will say this. If he were to do it, mm-hmm. this show he's doing, Young Rock, yeah. is the perfect way to do it. Yeah. Is the perfect way. Think about it. Because these are all his real life stories, right? Yeah. And like... As he's, he's running for president. He's, he's airing his dirty laundry. Yeah. It's all out there. Nothing for anyone to come after him with. True. Because it's all out there. Imagine, imagine this. Young Rock finishes up. Rock turns to, turns to camera, real time. He's like, "By the way, guys, I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoyed uh, Young Rock. He does his little like trademark thing that he does there. By the way, guys, just let you know, DJ's running for president, for real. Nuts. I would not be shocked. I kind of would be because again, half the country's going to hate him. Whatever party he runs as, the other half is going to hate him. Is it? Doesn't he have like a, a shitload of support too? It was in our poll that yeah, was done. A lot on of him? support. Like." He, he, he yeah, but pretty it, high. If you're at, you're a registered Republican still, play, right? Unfortunately, yeah. so if they come to you and ask, "Oh, is the Rock? You want the Rock friends are president? You going to vote for him?" You'll say yes. Yeah, totally. I'll say yes because yeah. it's the Rock. Yeah. Well, when he runs for president, he has to pick a side. Mm. So all of a sudden, if he runs as a Republican, the Democrats will be like, "I'm not voting for the Rock and Rock." Not necessarily true, though. I, think, I mean, big time true. I mean, nowadays it's just so divided. Yeah, but like I don't know, someone like The Rock can transcend that. I think mm, maybe, maybe he'll be the uniter that the country needs. Maybe, could be. We don't know. I feel like people left and right still love him. Like, yeah, of course, like a lot of the hardcore Trumpers turn on him afterwards. But like, I still feel like a majority of the people out there fucking love this guy. Everyone loves The Rock. 
his his energy and it, it's just so contagious. And I've never personally worked with The Rock, but I know people who have. Really. And they just say like what you see on camera, what you see, what you see from yeah. these interviews, it's really him. So I hear too, and I watched those Titan games. Yeah, and not only the way he interacts with the crowd and the the participants, one of whom just lost his father. Okay, her father, I should say, and he was very uh, supportive of her because he had just come up losing his father. Oh yeah, was, yeah. So he was very like sympathetic to her, towards her, and all these guys, all these athletes who aren't are on the show, like. Yeah, DJ was a, such a motivation, such an inspiration for me. Like, wow, this guy has just transcended everything. Totally. Nothing but love for The Rock. The Rock I mean, is my goals. He's my inspiration for half the shit that I do. More than half, probably. <laughs> well, I think we're done uh, stroking The Rock's ego here. Let's get into the big news of the week. Ready for this? I'm ready. I know you've been waiting all week to talk about it. Totally. Let's do this. Last month, it was reported, and rumors we talked about on the show numerous times, WWE canceled plans for Queen of the Ring tournament. Well, this week, Marcus, is coming back. Queen of the Ring is coming to us later in 2021. So, uh, are you excited about this? Who do you think is going to win? Is it Charlotte Flair too obvious as a pick? She is the queen already. Right, right. Giving her Queen of the Ring seems kind of redundant. I don't know, man. I feel like... Mm. I hear what you're saying here. I hear what you're saying, and I think that is a logical choice would be Charlotte Flair. But, you know, if Queen of the Ring is mirroring what King of the Ring does, it's supposed to elevate, exactly, yes. you know, a, a newer talent or someone that's, like, you know, trying to break through. Uh, you know, so, I mean, hell, I mean, we just saw it this past Monday with Nikki Ash. I mean, she kind of broke through there out of nowhere. Uh, that's what the Women's Money in the Bank does. But, I don't know, we've seen Bret Hart win King of the Ring. We've seen Macho Man, right? I guess Bret Hart wasn't necessarily Bret Hart back nope. then, right? No. So hey, maybe not Charlotte Flair. Who would it be then? Who would be your pick? My pick, Naomi. Naomi would be. She would be a great choice. She's she right needs there. it. She's right there. Carmella would be a good choice too. Ooh, Carmella would be a good choice. Would be a very good choice. I wonder how they're gonna do it though. I hope it's one night, one night tournament, old school. Yes. Please bring out your bag. And I want the coronation the same night. You're right. Make this one night, because I hate that King of the Ring on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown yeah, shit. Like, yeah, for the early, early rounds, for sure, fine. Qualifying. So be it. For the, qualif- for the qualifying, thank you. For the qualifying ones, yes. For the actual tournament? Now that the brands are split, too. It's like... Right. For the actual tournament, let's have Evolution 2. Yeah. Let's do it. And have, have that be the queen, queen of the Ring tournament. I'd fucking love that. Me too, man. Anyway. Queen of the Ring. We'll keep you updated. Looking forward to that. Marcus has seen disappointed in that news. Hopefully, this news will meet your expectations. The Rock hasn't wrestled since WrestleMania 32. And that was only a quick match against Eric Rowan. Remember that? Like, what? Oh, seconds? yeah. Wow. I forgot about that. Technically, that was a match. Six seconds contest. Well, he might be coming back for Survivor Series, a big, big time wrestling event in New York City at the Barclays Center. I had no idea it was New York until you brought it up before, man. I am stoked for that. Are you going to go? Maybe. Yeah? I mean, what's the last time there's been a big wrestling event in New York City? I know. Right? I mean, I don't, that's the next big one, right? I mean, technically, we so had WrestleMania, it, but that, that was in New York City. Yeah. Yeah. And he got injured during his last wrestling, WrestleMania match against John Cena, which caused the delay of his movie, The Hercules. Oh, yeah. That's don't want to risk that. Yeah. So the rumor going to Survivor Series might be The Rock and an Uso versus Roman Reigns and an Uso. Okay. But that might not be it. The Rock might come back at WrestleMania in Dallas. Still against Roman Reigns, 
which makes sense because that's a hundred thousand seats you got to sell. Totally. And who? And everyone wants to see this match. We just talked about it ten minutes ago. Everyone loves the fucking Rock. He would sell out. But can he still go though? He's what? He, is he fifty? I don't think so. Uh, if not, he's forty nine. Something like that. Yeah. Can he still go? So my question to you, Marcus: Can the Rock still go? Is the Rock still? Can the Rock? Are they weighing too much on the Rock as being a draw here? Listen, he can draw. There's no doubt about the fact that he he can't draw. He can definitely draw. Don't cut you off real quick. Sorry. Going back to what we talked about in the beginning of the show, Alphonse Stevens' great analogy about the break room. Yeah. Is he like a Goldberg? Oh, one thousand percent. One thousand. Goldberg on steroids, as far as that goes. Well. Th- <laughs> well, mm, yeah. different, different choice of words there. Yeah, yeah, true. Semantics. Okay. Well, figuratively, I'm talking about. No, the, you, you kidding me, man? So, with someone that hasn't watched wrestling so long, you, hey, man, you hear The Rock's coming back for WrestleMania? What? Do they keep going back to The Rock? Well, he hosted WrestleMania 27. Then he. Uh, How long 20, ago was that? Then he, then he was on WrestleMania 28 and 29. He comes back for these one off appearances here and there. He came back for Survivor Series in New York. Uh, Master Square Garden. It's like, but that, that was, we, that was a, so long ago, though, Putty. Is he? Is it okay? Getting these, like what? Uh, who was talking about it on SmackDown tonight? About Seth John, Rollins. Yeah, John Cena just walks in and gets a title shot. Mm. Now the Rock's just walking in. Does his pedigree warrant his title shot? I mean, of course, the Rock is the biggest name this industry has ever seen. Ever. Hands down, hands down, bigger than Hulk Hogan. Bigger than Hulk Hogan. Bigger industry. than Ric Flair. Big, I'm talking about Hollywood mainstream stuff. The industry. Of, of course, dude. Really? Of course. Wow, it's nuts. Look what, look what The Rock has done. I'm not, the, I'm, talking about the, I'm talking about outside the wrestling world. I, I, you have to count all of it. You have, you to, have, count, to. You have to count okay. all of it. You cannot separate this. The Rock has brought more eyes to the wrestling world than anyone has ever have. And he still does. Do you think he'll bring eyes? I guess maybe I'm... Yes, I think I'm answering my own question here. But like the, the grandmas, the women... the People who don't watch wrestling, do you think they'll tune in the wrestling because The Rock's wrestling? Yeah, dude, the The Rock, he's the biggest star in this world right now. Like he he's what number one uh, highest gro- uh, grossing actor right now. I know it was at least in twenty nineteen. I'm not sure if it's right now, but I would be surprised if it wasn't. Yeah, dude, the dude is killing it. He's doing as we mentioned earlier before. He is everywhere. Everyone knows everywhere. who The Rock yeah. is, and everyone knows The Rock. Was he the sexiest man alive too? Probably at one point, the Rock is associated with wrestling. He 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 doesn't shy away from it. He talks about it quite often. As a Hollywood actor, remember when the Rock left wrestling? Yeah, he dropped the Rock. Yeah, he wanted to be known at first. He went yeah, yeah, but now he's back to the Rock. He that that only lasted like a hot second. Where he was just like, you know, call me call me Dwayne. Dwayne, yeah, because he wanted to differentiate from the Rock, right? But now, is he doing that now because he wants to accept the wrestling, or people just? Couldn't let go of the Rock. I mean, again, like the whole Dwayne Johnson thing that that was in the very beginning that did not last long. Like he went back to the Rock pretty fast after that. Uh, of course, Dwayne the Rock Johnson going yeah. by that. But uh, yeah, dude, he he couldn't fight. He rec- he's a smart man. He recognized the fact. Hey, man, everyone's going to recognize me as the Rock. Might as well lean into it. Yeah, the Rock's fucking awesome. I don't hear anybody <laughs> say, say anything bad about the Rock except that my one friend who's a staunch Trump supporter. Who loved The Rock and felt betrayed and smited by him when he didn't vote for, support Donald Trump. But other than that, I've never heard any, anybody say a bad thing about The Rock. So, with going back to this full circle here, of course, The Rock, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, especially, I think he's the the best in wrestling right now. Uh, Overall or in WWE? 
I, I would have to say overall. I, I know people are going to throw in the Kenny Omega argument and major props, think, major props to Kenny Omega. I don't think it's close. You don't think it's close? No. Wow. I think Raw Ranch is just so excelling it right now. Uh, I actually might have to agree. I, 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 even, I, like, no disrespect to Kenny Omega. None. But, none. but even we talked about it. Roman Reigns believes he's either going to open the show or close the show. Mm-hmm. As a champion, as someone as said caliber should. We see Kenny Omega in the middle of shows, th- sprinkled throughout the shows. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Kenny, no, I, think it's, it's, that, I think that's good. It's different. It's different. Yeah. But the way that Roman Reigns is either at the beginning and the end, something most of the time both, it's a bigger statement, I think. Roman Reigns, I mean, they both back it up. And Kenny Omega, he might be a better wrestler. Might be. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but Close, but yeah. Roman Reigns is just the, the whole package. He's a, he's a professional wrestler. He's a sports entertainer, I should say. Like, you know, if, if we're talking about this, like, draft prospects, you know, Roman Reigns is... is number one. Number, he's Trevor Lawrence. Number one. He's somebody, He's a sure thing. And, and Kenny Omega, I mean, he'll be second pick overall. <clears throat> for sure. That's fair. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. The fancy, fancy wrestling draft. Yeah. We should do that. I'd be down. Hmm. <laughs> talk about it anyway moving on last weekend we had slammiversary money in the bank fans coming back <sighs> what a great weekend of wrestling that was Whoa, wait i think it's time to get into some no TV. no 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 are we really skipping over this are we re- are no. do you hate cm punk this much that we're not talking about the story this is the biggest story tv takedown no 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 slammiversary was fucking amazing man putty Daniel Bryan and CM Punk signed oh, contracts to AEW, and we're not talking about this. Thunder Rosa even signed a contract to AEW officially. We've been talking about that for the last year. We're not talking about any of this. Do you hate AEW this much? Is this what's going on? Do you hate CM Punk that much, too? I don't hate anybody, Marcus. You know me. I just don't give a shit. This has not moved the needle at all for me. You want to you want to talk about CM Punk and Daniel Bryan? Let's talk about other big things in 2014. The United States and Cuba reestablished oh the mili- diplomatic relations. Daniel Bryan was just a big thing. He made an event at WrestleMania. Sunday Night Football was the number one. This year, most he did that. Show. Guardians of the Galaxy was the number one highest grossing film of 2014. Apple introduced Apple Pay. You are such a WWE mark. You, you're Bucks, one of those guys. You're one Bowl. of those guys. The Giants won the World Series. Okay. And the Kings won the uh, Stanley Cup. You're one of those guys that's just going to shit on whatever AEW does. No, I'm not shitting on them. This is a smart move for them. I just don't give a shit about CM Punk. CM Punk walked away, took his ball, and went home. Fine. Whatever he wants to do. WWE called his bluff. He walked away. Decided to pursue some random dream about being the UFC. Fine. Much props to him. Chase your dreams, as Batista says. He's a dream chaser. Okay. He chased his dreams. Good for him. Yeah, Batista left, too. Kind of almost like in the same manner. So no, totally, totally different. So he tried his hand at UFC. Didn't work out too well for him there. But he tried it. Right. Checked off his list. Respect. Much respect to that. Did his thing but, in the comic books. And then all of a sudden, you just you see his name pop up at least once, maybe twice a year. Probably by him. If not by him, he's definitely not sorting those rumors. And now he's being signed to AEW. We all, okay. And then now what? Okay. I mean, now what? This I, is I a, just don't, he's it's not, a it, big it, name. It doesn't move the needle for me at all. Not, not against AEW. Great. Smart move for them. I just don't care about CM Punk. Listen, at all, I I, I would Who I would cares? say you are in the minority of that. You cannot. No, I am not. We mean no. You. I are truly, not. honestly believe that when I have said many controversial statements on this show, and every time I go to a wrestling show, people say, "Yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying." I see what people are thinking, Marcus. I think more than majority of people aren't buying into this fucking Kool Aid. and like, don't care about CM Punk signing with AEW. I, 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 it's flooded with Twitter. Yeah, about people, like people are tweeting about it. 
People are excited about people it. are not tweeting about it because they don't care. Well, so what, what is it about CM Punk? Is it the fact that he left WWE? No, did, I, did it I was never so, a fan of his. You were just never a fan? Never, never a fan of his well, Why? I'm, I'm curious. Never connected with him. Never clicked with him. Never, never, never clicked? Never the, 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 the pipe, and I don't think... The Pipe Bomb promo didn't do it for you? Like, nothing? I don't think he was even... He was over with a small niche audience. I don't think he ever really re- reached the heights as over as he ever was until that Pipe Bomb promo. I could agree with you on that. I until agree, that Pipe Bomb promo, that, that's what... That was his money in the bank type of thing that launched him into. Yeah, it was cool. It was, was. great storyline, and that all these other marks, not marks, all the other fans decided to. Oh, that was fucking cool. We, don't, we haven't seen that in a while, and then started latching on to CM Punk. But, but the, I've never been a fan of him. But there's so many. But it happened with so many other wrestlers. Where, like they, they were trying to find a stride. Like look, Daniel Bryan with a yes movement. Never like got he, into that either. He hit his stride with it. Never got into that either. Okay, well, you, I, I feel like again, you might be the He's, minority in that. I don't think I am. You, you don't think you are, but no. I believe you are. I don't think I am. I believe you are. I wish there was a way we could make a bet because I think I would win this. Okay, let's put it out there. Let's I put think, it out there. I, no, but you, th- you said it. it's all over Twitter. I think more people who give a shit about this are on Twitter than people who don't. It doesn't make sense to me what you just said. Totally makes sense. I, I have no idea what you said. If you're I didn't care about these guys, why am I going to go to Twitter and say I don't care about these guys? Plenty of people do that. Plenty of people I, go on Twitter to I troll. Have, I haven't mentioned it once because. What else? So. So what do you think the future holds for CM Punk and AEW? Because you, you like both these guys. You think this is a great move, which is a great move. It's a smart move for AEW. I'm not bashing them. I think it's great for you guys. And we, I feel like we're completely not even talking about Thunder Rosa officially signing with AEW. I think that's a, a under the radar big move there, It's a too. bigger name than the current names because that's huge. It definitely bolsters their weekend women's division. Yeah. No, they don't. didn't even sign her as a free agent. They bought her out of NWA. Yeah. That's huge. Monumental, but I think doesn't she still have a working agreement still with NWA? Probably. Like, they, yeah, they're going to let that happen. This happens what f- five, four days after her making her impact debut. Yeah, that was a surprise. That was a huge surprise. Nobody saw that coming. So great, great swerve. Great. Ball. I think of the three names we just mentioned, this is the, probably the biggest pickup, wrestling wise. Wow. So Danny Bryan never did anything for you. Why? Why not Danny Bryan? You told me about CM Punk. Same thing. I just never connected with him. Just never connected. No. Remember, you don't like the smaller guys. I like small guys. I don't, I don't judge. I'm not a size queen. But remember, I, during the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. I was a Vince McMahon fan. I don't care about Stone Cold Steve Austin either. I was a Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. Okay. Then you, you basically doing the same exact storyline with Daniel Bryan and Triple H and the Authority. I'm going to sell Triple H and the Authority here. There's something wrong with that. Plus, my man, plus your man Daniel Bryan goes against Evolution in one night. Um, I'm going to side with Evolution here. There's something mentally wrong with you. Like I, I don't think you're okay. Like this is not a joke. I'm this is not kayfabe. Like I think there's legit. Like I'm why because I'm not I'm not Google Gaga ing over CM Punk and AW. <laughs> no, there's actually the fact is okay. Listen, all right. You you can be a fan of and, and not if they like sign Batista, like. I'd mark out. That would move the needle for me. Of course you would because like you, you do anything for Batista. Anything. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> um. But you you cannot deny the fact that this is a huge move for AEW. Again, Marcus, you said, are you, are you, you said, yeah, you said it's a smart huge, move. Huge move. Huge move. This is going to bring eyes on the company. Who, it's their Goldbergs. Now, is this going to... Because AEW, their ratings have been like getting closer to Raw. Yeah. Will this put it over Raw? I think it could. Hmm. I think it could. It, it will when they debut? Yeah. And let's see what happens after. I should, I should understand this either. I'm a big what do you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? Loyalty. Daniel you also Bryan. don't like change. <laughs> what? You also don't like change. 
That's absolutely fact. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. First of all, Daniel Bryan and Steam Punk would be nobodies without the WWE. Let's put it that way. They'd be indie darlings still. Probably. Facts. I mean, you could say that for anyway. You could say that for Kevin Owens. You could say that about Sami Zayn. You could say that about a lot of people in WWE. Seth Rollins. You could say about the, a lot of people that are WWE. But you could also say the same thing about people in AEW right now. Uh, can I finish my sentence? Okay, go on. I just lost my train of thought. I just feel like that was just not a fair thing to say. But go on. No, you're right. You, you kind of shut me up there. That's a fair statement. I apologize. That was an unfair statement. You're right. You happy now? Yeah. You, it's never, yeah. Not often I'm wrong. I'm going to apologize for that. You're oh, right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, not really. Because I've said it time and time on this show. You know, you're nobody in this business unless you make it in WWE. So you're right. It does go for Kevin Owens. It doesn't go for Seth Rollins as well. But they stuck by Daniel Bryan's side. He had to be forced to retire for medical reasons. Instead of just casting him aside, they give him a role on SmackDown. They give him a position on Talking Smack. You know, they, 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 they work with him here. They give him a fucking reality TV show. His wife's. And then oh, he, the Bellas were on their own, though. They, they, they were not married yet. Finally, he's get cleared. They bring him back right away. They catapult him to the main event picture. Give him a title shot. Help elevate Kofi Kingston. Great. And now because you want to work with Japan, you turn your back on the company that's giving you bread and butter? Like, why not just work with Japan? Like, why not just go to Japan? Why, why do you have to work both? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to say that be a dick. I'm not wondering why. If you want to work in Japan so much, why do you have to work both in Japan and the United States? I, I think this is why. I'm going to go here with this. I meant to search, I'm not trying to be a No, no, that. and that's fine. I, I think that's a very fair question. I, I think the writing was in the wall that New Japan was not going to work with WWE. And I think he, I think he knew that. Yeah, I think considering the fact, you know, with what's going on with his family and all that, and he knows he's at the end of his career, I think he's not been shy about that. I think that, that this is his last hurrah. And I think he would like to do something he hasn't done before, like, you know, go to a, a newer promotion, go to AEW, and it, it would still allow him to work in New Japan without him actually having to move to Japan for a little mm. bit to work those dates, like to still be closer to his family. That's fair. Statement. It sounds like AEW gave him everything he wanted. Oh, yeah. They, and why wouldn't they? Yeah. Why wouldn't they? He's the biggest free agent right. in the industry right now. And it seems, it seems like CM Punk got everything he wanted as well. You know, so I, I think that was a no-brainer. I, I think that's why Dana Bryan didn't just go to go to Japan and, and to end off. Like this is this is it. This is his last raw. Same with CM Punk. This is his last raw. So why not do something new, something fresh, something they haven't done before? Other two names. This is I think Dana Bryan is a smarter signing. Yeah, uh, could be because CM Punk is a little bit of a risk. I'll give you that because he's a bigger name. He's wrestled this year. I don't know about a bigger name. I think CM I Punk- think you underestimate CM Punk's name. His name is a myth because it's just like, oh, when's CM Punk coming back? He's like Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders walked away in his prime. Yeah. Everyone thought he was coming back. He never came back. Was CM Punk coming back? I, you know I what? Feel, again, I feel like this. I, I, I think, I think you, I'll, I'll, give you to the, I'll give you this credit. CM Punk has been away from the ring for a very long time. That's my point. He's, yeah. he's going to have ring rust. Uh, so Danny Ryan's a bigger asset to this company than CM Punk. Because Danny Bryan has been, is more fresh. Yeah. Fresh. That's what we're we for, we don't necessarily know how much work CM Punk has been doing right now. We don't necessarily know when he's going to debut. I mean, the the, the logistics say he's going to debut some point around uh, the next Chicago show that they have. Dana Bryan, uh, CM Punk, the Chicago show, yeah, yeah, or at the, the Chicago show, quotes, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it All In or is it All Out? I get the I don't you know. hit me, Blackjack. I don't know fucking terms of these fucking shows they're using. Okay, but it's All State Arena in Chicago. WrestleMania right. 22, what up? First WrestleMania. So, he does have some time, but like, of course, 
they may prolong it a little bit more. They just might have him in the ring, cut some promos, and then finally, you know, have him in the ring. They got to protect him. I've heard that he signed his contract today, Friday, the twenty third. We haven't heard that's a wrestling contract. It's a wrestling contract, is it? Yeah, because they signed Big Show and Mark Henry. Apparently, Mark Henry. Uh, I, I think he's going to get active at some point. Apparently, and we heard so, Big Show might be, but yeah. is it going to be a full time wrestling contract? Is Apparently, be, this is. Apparently, are they going to have another fifth show out of nowhere and he'll be the commentating? Who knows? But uh, apparently, this is a full time co- uh, wrestling thing. So, same with Danny Bryan. Why now then? Why come back now? I know he's been talking WWE too in the couple, last couple of years. Reports are he just wants big, big money. He thinks he's worth it. Does he think he's worth it, or do I think he's worth it? No, he thinks he's worth it. The big of money. Of course. So why? Why? Why wouldn't you think you're worth it? So well, that's true. So why come back now though? He he just might feel like he's in a good place. Who knows? Or or he maybe he was trying to wait out and see what AEW is doing. Hmm. You know, now the fans are back. You know, that's another thing. Like you know, 2020 is pretty much like a wash eh, for a lot of people. That's true. Yeah. The timing just—it just might have just aligned itself perfectly. We don't know what he was going through during during COVID. Does his wife come back? Oh man, I, I heard, that would, that would I heard some shit about that too. That would definitely help that division. If AJ Lee comes back and comes to AEW again, a woman who hasn't wrestled for God knows how long. I think she left before CM Punk left. She was like a natural in that ring too. Yeah, she's still young. And CM Punk's not that old. I mean, 42. I mean, like... He's only, he's only 42? There's there's plenty of wrestlers WWE right now that are going. He's fucking straight edge. He looks so older. Yeah. yeah. All right, great job then. Good, let me go up to him. Good luck to both of them. All three of them, including Thunder Rosa. Hope much much success to you. Much success to AEW. I just don't care. I, it just baffles me, man. AEW signing CM Punk. Dana Bryan is not going to make me want to tune in to fucking Dynamite to watch what's going on. I will because I have to for this fucking show. You just you do not like Dynamite, though, really. You don't like AEW. You've never really been a big fan of them. Not yet. Nothing's hooked me in yet. What would do it? It would just be Batista? Would that be it? No. No, again. I think we're wasting time here. we got to move on. No, no. I'm just curious. But, uh, no. Again, I wasn't that big fan of Impact. It took me a while to get into Impact. Mm. I do the same thing with AEW that I did with Impact. Fast forward all the boring matches I don't care about. Watch the promos. Watch the backstage interviews. With Impact, I started getting hooked on some people's promos. Interviews. Who who was it? Who who got you hooked in Impact? Ah uh, man, there's a couple of people. I think it was Eli Drake was definitely one of them. Eli Moose, Drake. Okay. Taya Valkyrie. Um, there's a couple. There was a couple of names. In is there. there any potential? Is there anyone that you uh, like? That's a good question. I was actually thinking about the other day. Like someone like MJF. His promos I'll watch. Yeah, I and mean, he's good in the ring. I just, I just don't something missing there. I don't know what it is. But Britt Baker. Britt Baker's definitely one of them. There was somebody else too. Christian. Of course. Does that count though? Because he was WWE, right? Oh, yeah. let's, let's count yeah, it. That let's doesn't count. count. I mean, he, no, I mean, let's count. let's do it because he, he's he's an AEW now. So there's Christian. no really there's no really homegrown AEW talent that I'm. Sonny Kiss. Sonny they, Kiss. They, me and Greenman talked about it a while ago. Sonny, yeah. but we haven't seen him on the main show in a while. No. So what happens? Any any of the signings from WWE did that draw anyone for you? Besides, you, you mentioned no. Christian, but anyone else? No, no one. Again, I wasn't a big fan of Astro Black, and they're doing the same shit though. Yeah. Like, can I get somebody new? You're not. Well, you're not good with Jericho. Jericho doesn't. Well, Jericho. Anyone? Jericho's a fucking goat. Okay. You have to watch Chris Jericho. So yeah, okay. So we have MGF versus Jericho, right? We have the storyline going over there. Like, I watch the promos. Yeah, okay. I'll watch their match. Okay. This thing he's doing with the seven. What's that Greek mythology? Oh word? wait, what is it? I I dig it. I forgot the word. Torts, lords, <laughs> stories. I don't fucking know. I gotta look it up. The, the lord, the lords, fucking genius. 
It is. Great storytelling. Great storyline. But, okay. Could you just say Nick Gage, man? Where the fuck did that come from? Fucking shocking. Are we blurring? Are we getting to TV now? I think we know we're blurring the lines a little bit. <laughs> um, that was shock. Now he's entering his rivalry with Matt Cardona and for GCW. But then he also has his outstanding rivalry with fucking Johnny Moxley. Johnny Moxley? John Moxley? John Moxley. Is he signed to AW? Just a one-off appearance? You see, that that I don't know. So, I have no idea if it's tributes? a one-off. Tributes? No. Can we take a break so we can look up this fucking word? Sure. We'll come back with TV Takedown. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. Labors. Ugh. Thank you, Google. <laughs> anyway, Marcus, I mentioned earlier, we had a fucking great weekend of wrestling, man. Slumberversary, Money in the Bank. Book ended by fans coming back to Raw and SmackDown. Let's do it like we always do in chronological order. Slammiversary. First time Impact. Welcome back, fans. Yeah. And uh, they were hot. They were very hot. Yeah. And it was cool to see uh, some familiar faces there. Some yeah. solid action. So a couple of surprises, even. Yeah. I mean, we're anticipating surprises, but like, we had some like, real surprises. We mentioned about Thunder Rosa. Yep. Like, you know, the, the expected, like, you know, when Mickey James came out, like, I was like, all right, here it is. Yep. And which Chelsea Green came out for uh, for Matt. Yeah. And we, we called that one. It was very cool to see still. It was interesting that she kept the name Chelsea Green. I thought the same thing. It was interesting. Former Knockouts champion Chelsea Green. Well, not really, but yeah. that's what you're saying. Because it's a more remarkable name. And apparently, she's not cleared yet. No. If she was still yet able to go. I don't understand how her arm is still broken. No clue. It should be healed by now. No clue. But whatever. But I love the hot mess gimmick. I thought they would keep the, the, the cast as like a Bob Orton type thing. Mm. But no, apparently it's a real fucking cast. Yeah, it's, it's real. It's nuts. She's fucking out of her mind. I love her. The hot mess thing is cool. But you know what, what really stole the show for me? Because I didn't necessarily expect this match to, to steal the show for me. Uh, was Sam Callahan and, and Kenny Omega. Like, I, I, went to okay. that, I went to that. like Really? Yeah, because you know what? I, I have to say this. I've never been overly huge on Sam Callahan. Like, I respect his, his body of work that he's done. Yeah. But, you know, as you mentioned before about CM Punk and Danny Bryan, how, how you feel about them. Like, for whatever reason, Sam McCallion doesn't necessarily resonate with me. I was feeling the storyline. Don't get me wrong. I was feeling the storyline. But, man, this match was just, wow. It was disgusting. I feel the same way about Sammy Callahan, too, by the way. Okay. So I, I get what you're saying. It just, everyone loves him. They, they do. And, I, and, I, and I, people were, the roof blew off the place when I saw him in uh, HOG here in New York. Got it. And I, I do hear good things about him. Like backstage, yeah, me too. Like I hear a lot of good things about the him. character. Like, is just something missing, but in the ring is just he, the first thing he does is take out a pizza cutter. I've never seen a pizza cutter introduced <laughs> yeah. in a wrestling match. Yeah. Oh my god! And the show was right after, in right right away. It goes for the pile driver. Hits the pile yeah. pile driver. It's like whoa, home run shot right away. It was kind of like when uh, WrestleMania Triple H and Randy Orton, you know, finisher done like right off the bat, mm-hmm. start yeah. the match. Like okay. Okay, you know what you're getting yourself in for. Yeah. But this was like the definition of hardcore. This match. Well, hands down. Like, holy fuck, dude. I think I've seen this spot before, but when he put the fucking thumbtacks in his mouth. And then we... You know, I didn't understand. It was Kenny Omega actually putting thumbtacks yeah. on his knee. That was on knee pad. But at the same time, like that would hurt you more than when you actually well, no, hit. It, not really with the padded. It's padded. True, but like... But I, like I like how he, he did it and none of them stuck. <laughs> we did like three more times yeah. and still nothing was there but at least someone was there someone was there but he like, didn't give up he kept trying <laughs> how is it really, really going to hurt 
Sam Callan more. It, it, it looks see, cool. Yeah, it did look cool. It's hardcore because you know Kenny Omega. You don't necessarily think of hardcore. being hard, hardcore, oh. but he can go. He Definitely can go two there. different styles. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you have to give him credit for. I, I I do understand why people do make the argument by Kenny Omega being the best because he's just he's champions with what three different promotions, yeah. and he's he's actually working it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a great character. He's got a great look, and the guy can go in the ring and he can work these different styles because he looks like a pretty boy. Yep. You know, he he looks like a Hollywood stud. I mean, yet he can get really fucking gruesome and ugly here. And also, dude, we have to, his finish move. The one-wing angel? The one-wing angel. It's, a, it's really a cool fucking move. It's a fucking cool move. <laughs> right. And um, I think it was last year or two ago, we got talking about Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin got the advice from the Undertaker how he should protect his finishing move. No one's ever kicked out of the Tombstone, at least for a long time. Yeah. And no one's ever kicked out of End of Days. So when he hits End of Days, that's it. Yeah. And I love how they're doing that with the one-wing angel. Nobody kicks, Nobody out, of kicks out of it. When he when he hits that, boom! You know it's done. It's game over. I love how they. Do and speaking that. of Tombstone, because I'm so tired. We of did see the Tombstone in this match too. Yeah, Ugh. they literally threw everything, everything possible in this match. Yeah, as you mentioned, we even saw a fucking pizza cutter. Yeah, barbed uh, was it barbed wire uh, chair, chair right? thumbtacks, tables, pile drivers, stealing each other's moves. It's great. It was fantastic. Well done. I didn't expect it to be as good as this. Yeah, me neither. Oh, I'm not a big hardcore fan either. Right. But again, this match was just, wow. The forks. Ugh. It just me, looks it, gross and painful. It, it, it made me cringe. Yeah. Props to those guys, man. It looked like at one point, did, did he take out a chunk of Kenny Omega's hair? I don't recall that, but I wouldn't be surprised. It, it, like, it looked like it at one point. I don't know. It was just like the, the movement and the way Kenny Omega's hair went. Like It looked like it for a moment. I was like, wait, did that just fucking happen? Anything else? That, that's what I got, man. What about you? So that was the main event of Slamversary. Yeah. What a great what a great main event that was. How about starting off the show? That ultimate X match. Okay. What a Th- match. Those guys was. always, I mean, they always deliver. They guys. always deliver. That's a great division. And the way they incorporated the ultimate X structure, some extremely creative fucking moves. They had Josh Alexander hanging upside down. But yet, somehow he got an ankle lock on somebody who was doing a chokeout move on somebody. It's like a six, it's a string of like five, six submissions in one. He's a freak athlete, Josh Alexander. The walking weapon. Right? I hate to see the North break up, but damn. Um, You know, everyone thought, by the way, Ethan Page was going to be the big winner out of that. No. no. Not at all. It's, I think it's Josh Alexander. Hands down. Ethan Page might be getting a bigger payday AEW. Yeah. Great for him. Bigger, Kudos. Bigger stage. Bigger stage. Josh Alexander, he's going to go somewhere. Like I don't, I don't think he's going to stay in Impact forever. Like oh, no. he's just way too fucking good. No offense to Impact. And then he had that ultimate Canadian destroyer. Ridiculous. How did he not break his neck on that? It was just unbelievable action from Bell to Bell, and props to my man Rohit Raju, being short, couldn't reach the ropes. Right. Then he started getting a ladder to getting a chair, and then rope climbing up. Great comedic spots, too. It's just what a great match that was. He's grown on me, I have to say. He, he's yeah. someone I, get, I wasn't really like too sold on, but I, I feel like his in-ring work has gotten a lot better. A lot better. And like he still keeps with like the character work, which is, I think, fantastic. You know the guy who's trapped in a tag team, and once that broke up, he just catapulted to the moon, so to speak. He's doing a great job. And Moose and Chris Sabin, that match was, wow. Both men showed a great athleticism. And if you're going to push Moose, I'm surprised he lost here. Although I'm, I'm happy that Chris Haven got a clean, legit one-on-one match win, but it, 
I, I just think I feel like bo- it, it's it's a it's a tough spot because both men needed to win. Yeah, you both know, definitely did. They, they they definitely did. I honestly know if I agree like them winning clean. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you could have done a little something more to protect the character. But like, did I mean is Moose really going to suffer from this? I don't no. think so. And they have a rematch coming up. I, soon, I mean, because so, yeah. everyone's I feel like everyone's talking more about Moose in this match and that ridiculous spot they had. Yeah. Than than Chris even winning. That's true. So. Can we talk about the end? Switchblade. Jay White, Bullet Club leader, making his impact debut. So the, the doors are just like completely. What sh- door? I feel yeah, like it's a wet, Wild West saloon. It's like right. swinging. Is it slow? <laughs> um, that, was a, that was a surprise. Of all the surprises that night, I think that was probably one of the biggest surprises. I was not expecting that. How, how do they keep these surprises, man? And you know, I have to say this, by the way. Going to go a little bit full circle here from what we were talking about before with these signings. I I prefer this, the surprises here, like this. Yeah. Like, no one expected Jay White to be Nobody. there. It, it was a big reaction. It made, made news all over. It was trending all over. It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like people aren't even fans of New Japan or not really too familiar with New Japan. Appreciate the fact that, hey, everyone knows who the fuck the Bullet Club is. Yeah. And it, when the Bullet Club makes its presence somewhere... People are going to watch. Yep. If not, just for the curiosity aspect, like, okay, I've heard a lot about the Bullet Club. Let me see what's up. With AEW oh. announcing these big, huge signings back-to-back. They haven't announced them yet. Well, the, the announcements are out. Someone leaked it out. Go back to a story I talked about a couple months ago, too. Is, uh, TNT does not want them to announce ahead of time. They want this surprise factor. They want them to announce ahead of time. Surpri- surprise factors are just so much better. Much it's, better. it's part of wrestling, yeah. man. You, you live for those surprises. You live for those moments where you want to fucking mark out and go climb out of your seat. You want to feel like a kid again. I saw these guys in the faces in the cr- impact crowd. They were losing their minds over Jay right. White coming out. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's still going to be a strong reaction for when CM Punk, Daniel Bryan debut in AEW when that happens. I'm sure it's going to be a good, strong reaction. But oh, like, That's an understatement. But, like... I, if it's a surprise, though, I I, I, I don't know. I just think it's a, it's bigger. Well, it's not going to be a surprise because it's already been leaked that he's going to debut at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Right. So, Right. But, I, guess, I guess it's how he, they, they do it. I don't know. That, that, that just made me think of that when we are talking about Jay White. So we had a couple of returns, a couple of surprises. Who was the biggest surprise outside of Jay White? I'm thinking No Way Jose. Where the fuck did that come from? I mean, they've been kind of leaking it for a bit or like, teasing it for a bit, I should say. I didn't pick that up. No, because last year they kept saying tease, when they were teasing who they're going to sign. Yeah, they're doing the same shit. No, yeah. And then this week when Deanna, last week when Deanna Prazo signed the contract, they were like, "Oh, no way, Jose." Scott Moore was like, "No way, Jose." They pop back in. By the way, we still haven't signed them yet. Yeah, and all of a sudden they have signed them. Boom! There well, you we go. think we signed them. We don't know. But don't come back with the same name, same gimmick. I'm surprised that he was actually able to keep the same name. No, it's just he's, he's just no way. That's no way. Oh, yeah, well. That's no yeah, way, Jose. Yeah, true, 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 true. They dropped the last name. True. I'm like, all right. They're doing the same shit. I don't see this going far in Impact, but whatever. Or maybe it could. I mean, they, they probably could work in Impact. They even kept the salsa line. Uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, Money in the Bank. Okay. Here we go. What a great pay-per-view this was, I think. I, I'm, I'm going to let you start off with this. Okay. Money in the Bank's men's ladder match. What a great ladder match. Great, great match in general. Great Money in the Bank match. Um, Big E was my choice to win here. I'm going to pat myself on the back, but not too hard, because that was the obvious choice, I think. Well, everyone picked Big E for that match. Not only was the obvious choice, but I think it was the most heartfelt. Like It was the more, most heartfelt, yeah. Um, it, it was definitely a good like 
Popular especially, choice. Especially for the first pay-per-view and for a live audience. Uh, I think that was a great choice. I'm just curious to see how he cashes in at this point. I, I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. He, right. I mean, they already just had Nikki Ash yeah. cash in. but like, So he's got to be a little bit longer. But does he announce it beforehand? Does, does he set up like a... Uh, he can't. They've done that, what, two or three times? And it hasn't really gone over too well, except maybe the John right. Cena RBD thing. Again, but then again, I mean, the way Nikki Ash cashed in on Monday Night Raw, it was it was a great moment for her. Yeah, that people, that's what you think about Money in the Bank. The it wasn't necessarily a heel no. thing. Like, uh, but the, go back to the match. There's a lot of cool spots. The, when Ricochet was on top of that ladder, Riddle throws him off, but he lands on the top rope and springboards into a moonsault. Yeah, Ricochet is a freak athlete. That is mind blowing. And my face was the same face Riddle had. Right. And he knew it was coming. Yeah, sure. And that big ending off the top of the ladder, man, that was just a huge spot. That was a good spot. Glad to see Big E didn't hurt himself for that. He got back up there pretty quick. No one got hurt, it seemed like, None. by the way. I thought Kevin Owens did, but I think that was just... Yeah, I, Kevin Owens, I think Kevin Owens really sold that really well. I thought he got hurt, too. That's, that's something you don't really see much anymore. Like how many times back in the day would Bret Hart would just sell the knee, sell the knee to the point where you really think this dude is fucking yeah. hurt? I, you feel like I, you don't really see that so much anymore. No, Kevin Owens was like selling that like Bret Hart esque. Yeah, I enjoyed both both ladder matches. I thought that was a a cool way for Nikki Ash to to win because how many times do you see a spot where all the women yeah. are in there and you just think like why, why can't someone just sneak up and just take it? Yeah. And she did exactly I did not that. that. I did not see that coming. Didn't see that it coming. Great. And, and I love how every woman up there was just like what the what the what, what yeah. the fuck <laughs> just happened. Great. So, um, good moment. But I I have actually have two takedown moments. Before we continue? Yeah, go for it. You made a good point before the show started. I won't give you props. What's that? They should have switched commentary. They should have. Pat McAfee, Michael Cole should have done the men's ladder match. Yeah. Raw should have done the women's ladder match. Yeah. Why was it reversed? I do not know. I do not I know. I miss fucking I... Pat McAfee's boogs. Yes. Yes, because it works so well. Yeah. Like, Pat McAfee's one of the reasons why. When I think of boogs, Nakamura I think of Pat McAfee over. dancing on Michael Cole's head. Yeah. Anyway, you were right in that. I'll give you props for that. Anyway, continue. Thank you. Thank you. So, first off, I have to give love here. Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, I thought that was an amazing match. I think that was the best match that they've ever had together. And we've seen, I agree with that. Th- we've seen quite a few. I think the biggest thing was the fans. Mm. It was the first time they wrestled in front of fans. That is true, yeah. Good point. Uh, or at least one-on-one action. Yeah. And I, I think that made all the difference because they, they are both amazing competitors. Yeah, solo, and it was just weird because we haven't really seen them have like a, a really solid match. I mean, the one that they had at WrestleMania last year was was solid. It was fine. It was a little underwhelming. It felt felt a little underwhelming, but this this was like you know what that what should have been, like yeah. been. Yeah, uh, loved Charlotte's reaction to the Becky Lynch chance. You know, oh, she, yeah. she shut that up real fast. And it just goes to show the pro that she is, man. The Peacock trying to block it out? Peacock tried to block it out. <laughs> but you know what? In this match, and you know, all props to Rhea Ripley. I think Rhea Ripley is going to be a star. Of and course. she shows a lot of promise here with this. And I don't think it did really justice to both going to them as heels. I know Rhea Ripley's now officially a face. Yeah. But Charlotte, she showed why she's a fucking star. She showed in this match like why she's, she's not getting by in just her name, she, her facial reactions, what she does in the ring, the chemistry, all of it, and how she owns the fans. She showed she showed why she's the queen, and, and props to her for winning the match. And honestly, it it made sense for her to win, especially if the fact that Nikki Ash was getting over the next night. Mm-hmm. True, it made a lot of sense. 
Did it though? Again, if you're going to switch, especially if you're switching Rhea Ripley to be face, it made a lot of sense. No, I guess it, I understand it making sense, but again, one of my biggest gripes about Charlotte Flair's title reigns they're short. Are there most of them are like one night, two nights, maybe a week or two? Yeah. So she has another notch in her belt, but it was not even 24 hours. I agree. So she's going to break her father's record in no time because she will. I mean, she already, I think she already has a record for for women. Women, she does, yeah. Yeah. She already has the record. It's like, okay, but now I don't understand why. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Story wise, it makes the most makes sense. sense. But as for like her title reigns, it just like why give her another? Because she has like I think another two title reigns over twenty four hours. She does. Have, she does have at least another one. Yeah. Because there was at one point her and Sasha Banks were like alternating. Yeah. Like, titles. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. But I mean, hey, listen, I, I'm here for the ride, and you know Charlotte Flair. It was just that match stole the show because honestly, I mean, did you expect it to be a good match after all the matches we've seen them together? No. No. I thought it was going to be boring. Right. It was far from it. No. Fuck correct. And I, I, I have to say, MVP, the fans in this one, because they, they are, I think they helped elevate their game. True. Maybe. And uh, again, I'm going to have to go with another main event here, Roman Reigns and Edge. That match, I thought, like, you started off slow. Yeah, a little bit, but. Started off slow, but man, like. And I, I love the way how Roman Reigns, it looked like it was going to be kind of like Brock Lesnar, John Cena, SummerSlam. It looked like it was going to be a complete squash mm-hmm. at one point. Like Roman Reigns completely wrecking Edge. And I, at one point, I was, I was a little disappointed because I'm, I'm an Edge fan. But then I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it. This makes sense. But the singing Edge come back and the fans get behind that. It, it, they were telling a story. They were telling a really good story in that ring with with their bodies and with their facial expressions. And I was all for it, man. It was solid action. At one point, it did look like Edge may have had a shot of winning. And uh, the fans were hooked, and I was hooked, man, all throughout. Seth Rollins coming in there, of did course. It, did, did it take away from the match? Seth Rollins? That, that ending? No. Because we, we, it was to be expected. You know, like in the back of our head, especially doing what we do, we're in, we're on top of the news. Yeah, we're top of what's going on. We we pay attention to certain things. Uh, we knew Seth Rollins was going to get involved in this somehow, some way. We knew Edge and, and Seth Rollins were going to face each other at SummerSlam. At one point in the middle of the match, I was thinking this might be for the title. That match. Oh, okay. At one point, I was thinking that the way how it was coming uh, with Edge, but uh, no, no, man, I, I was I was very happy with it. Yeah, two great nights of great wrestling back-to-back. Props to both companies and performers. And then John Cena, of course. You know it was coming. They didn't know. I didn't know that was coming. Oh, yeah. And Money in the Bank? You knew John Cena was coming that night. I had a strong feeling, yeah. Because when I saw there was still time left on the countdown, on the, the playing, like, this is how you're going to end it? I mean, John Cena comes out now. I, I, I have to say I was shocked. Were you happy? I was happy. Strangely it's enough. Counts. It's all accounts. Strangely enough, I was, I was happy. I was never... Like, big on the John Cena character but like you know it was cool to see maybe because like it was it was so forced down our throats like every single time John Cena at one point it's been a huge break since the last time we've seen him and it was a cool moment Michael Cole freaked out I think that was an organic reaction yeah I think so too (laughs) Pat McAfee where (laughs) that was great that man's just great that was I I missed it the first time around and I saw it on Twitter so I'm like what do you mean where then like that's fucking genius fucking genius and then the fans, seriously, you're talking about like the, the phrase about the roof blowing off the place, yeah. it felt like that roof was going to blow off that place. It was awesome. Great moment. Like We felt it through the TV. You can only imagine what it was like yeah. being there awesome. for that reaction. Great weekend, man. Great weekends. That might go down as one of the biggest pops in, Maybe. in history. 
But anyway, that was that weekend of pay-per-views. How about the week that followed, Marcus? What's your TV takedown for this week? I'm uh, going to go back to props for uh, for Roman Reigns here. Uh, that, All tonight, okay. SmackDown. I, I feel like that was a good promo. Uh, I like the the whole missionary style line. That was great. I, again, talking about ad lib, that had to be ad libbed. I don't know about that. I, I I feel like they're giving Roman Reigns some freedom on the mic. That, that's a line I haven't heard before. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was written like fed to him. You think so? Because. Or else someone else would have thought, thought about that. But here's the thing. This is what I want to talk about. This is, why, this is why this is my moment of the week here. And there are so many other moments that we could talk about. But if we're going fast here, the last time Roman Reigns and John Cena had a program together, like John Cena called Roman out for like you know you know forgetting his lines. It looked like Roman Reigns right. was sweating, yeah, forgetting lines. And John, like John Cena owned him, owned him on the mic, yep, completely. And seeing Roman Reigns just so confident and so feeling his character, and like feeling, you you see he's so comfortable now, and, and taking those jabs at John Cena like that. And you know what? The dude had a point. The dude had a point. Yeah. It's the same old, same old with John Cena, and Roman Reigns. I mean, it's completely different Roman Reigns. So it, it was cool to see. And also, like, did not expect to see Finn Balor come out there. Yeah, so it's going for SummerSlam. This Lots some- of questions. Now. Is this somehow going to turn into John Cena Roman Reigns, or are we going to see this next week? Because this seems like that John Cena Roman Reigns is the bigger marquee match. Yeah, and you're going to sell a football stadium. You want big marquee matches, right? And you don't get more. But I said it out loud. We watched this match on together. I'm like, when Finn Balor came out, I'm like, huh, this is not a match I thought I wanted to see until now. This match is going to be fucking great. It'll be great for SmackDown, hmm. or Maybe. for for uh, a different type of pay per view. Unforgiven. Yeah, you insert capital in in your house type yeah. of pay per view here, um, and that's not a knock of Finn Balor, but like you know, you, you need you need that big marquee name. Something's going to go down here. I mean, John Cena has has dates coming up here. He's going to be at SummerSlam. I I, I, have I, think, been, I think he's going to give me Roman Reigns, John Cena. I think something's going to happen. I, I think it's going to be Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, maybe like next week on SmackDown, maybe, something we'll like that. We'll see. But what was your TV take down? I started watching Impact Wrestling. One of the names that stood out to me was Killer Cross. Yes. He started out by all of a sudden people would be attacked backstage as a red card with an X on it. What the fuck's going on here? I remember one time I was watching it on taped and it cut out. What, what, what happened? What happened? Who, who got attacked? So Killer Cross is somebody I've been a fan of since I first saw him um, on Impact. He did great in Impact. And then seeing him, his rise in NXT. Like, holy crap. This is fantastic. He's undefeated. He's a dominant powerhouse. Can't wait for him to be in the main roster. Mm. You cannot, you cannot, fuck up carrying cross on the main roster. How many, how many times have we said that on here? How many times have we said that? On here? I have not said that that many. So I'm used to them fucking it up. I, I've said, but, but there's no way you have an undefeated powerhouse. You have the look, the character, the, the entrance, whole package. Scarlet Bordeaux, who? <laughs> and like what? Like I expected them to come out. Have a dominant, strong power squash match. And it was funny when I saw him come out. I'm like, who is he? Is it going to be a jobber or Jeff Hardy? And it was Jeff Hardy. I'm like, oh, oh wow, wow. Okay. 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 I called that one. Okay, great. I didn't, right. call, the, I didn't call the ending. <laughs> a baby face. A former multi-time world champion. With a dirty victory. Yeah, that, was, what, yeah, that when, was weird. When faces do it, it's not dirty. It's weird. But like, so this guy's now, he lost. But this guy's undefeated. He's the NXT world champion. And you lose? I don't, I, not, not cleanly, but... What? And the crickets. Oh, crickets. Crickets. Fans pop for no more words. 
more than they, the apothecary cross it was, out. was it the fact that they were confused that the, the, the entrance wasn't what it was or like no Scarlet Bordeaux or did he just not know Karen Cross because of the fact that maybe hey what did I say uh, last week NXT probably averages out about 700,000 yeah. yeah. as far as viewers there's been many NXT call-ups people had no clue who they were right that wasn't NXT but here's but, but, but then NXT again, champion Finn Balor when he came in people knew who he was when Kevin Owens came in they knew who he was when Paige came in they knew who she was like has NXT dropped the ball no, is, is NXT just not what it used to be? No, their ball's getting bigger. Like we know that. Like we we watch it. Like and if NXT it's was, exciting. If NXT was still on a network, I understand that. But now NXT is on the same network as Raw. Yeah. The next night, there's no excuse to not know Killer Cross, Carrying Crosses. We, we saw in SmackDown. There's barely a reaction to Tony Storm. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here, man. There is a plan in place for Carrying Cross. The statements from somebody from WWE says like. Just relax, give it time. We know, know what we're doing. Something along those lines. Paraphrasing there, but it was still, I was shocked that he lost. And apparently, the the mood in NXT very disappointing. Oh, he's they're, a they're champion. Not, not not angry, disappointed. Your champion just lost. Your champion, the face of your brand, got beat in only a couple of minutes by Jeff Hardy. Right, who hasn't won a decent match. I think he's won recently, but like hasn't had a meaningful match. In- and I and I feel like that that sullied everything that Karrion Cross did. Like when I watched him in NXT, which should have been an awesome moment, like you know him destroying William Regal, had a promo there at the end. I didn't care. He's not undefeated anymore. He's not yeah. unstoppable monster. He can be stopped by putting your foot on the ropes. I, I didn't see him as an unstoppable no. monster anymore. I, I didn't see him as totally like, tarnished. Totally tarnished. I, I think he's done. I think Karrion Cross. I, I, I think this this hurt him more than like they anticipated. Yeah, uh, they have a plan in place, like I said. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they do next. But good luck. Are they going to put them retribution? Yeah. <laughs> um, quickly speaking of former NXT champions, Gritsy Keithley back. Oh yeah, that was that was that was really good that was a surprise. Happy to see him back. Hey, I know we're a little over here, but I have a to lot ask. Over. I, I have to ask this because putting this all together, a lot of people are very disappointed with Keith Lee. They thought he was going to be untouchable. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people feel like you know, like I, I feel like I'm going to say this. I think the verdict is out on Keith Lee. I will say this. Do you feel that maybe like with all the disappointments that happened, like with you used to say the same thing about Shinsuke Nakamura, with all the disappointments of the call ups from NXT to the main roster, do you think like fans are just whatever anymore? They don't necessarily care about NXT anymore. Do you feel like, like maybe that can contribute to the fact that the lack of viewers watching NXT? And contribute to like the lack of caring about them being called up to the main roster. Are we seeing just like an indifference to NXT now from from the fans? I don't think so. I think it's the exact opposite. I think you guys talk about we talked about on the show. You guys talked about last week with Alphonse Stevens. The casual wrestling fans don't really watch NXT. We were those guys a year ago. But again, though, like I agreed. But you look at the reactions to like, beforehand when these when these people got called up. And there were way bigger, way bigger reactions. I think now the feeling amongst fans and probably the locker room is, used to be like, can't wait these guys to get called up. I'm looking forward to these guys getting called up to the main roster to see what they can do. I think it's the exact opposite now. I don't want these guys leaving NXT. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Trump have been on record. They don't want to leave NXT. Right. So now, so you just think it's like disappointment. Like, oh. Yeah. It's hit or miss, man. And most of the time, it's a big, big, fat fucking miss. See what happens with uh, Tony Storm tonight, David. Got to win. And see what they do with her. They change her character around, sort of, because now she's a face. Right. So see what they do with her. It's just, just some, someone call up so you can call right away. This is not going to go over. I said the same thing with Prince Pretty, um, Tyler Breeze. 
Tyler Breeze, I thought, was going to be a star when he went to the main roster. Not with that gimmick. That gimmick was not going to go over in the main roster. Mm-hmm. Large sellout arenas. Talent-wise, yes. Character-wise, I just... Uh, do you think Rhea Ripley's getting the love that she deserves? No. Yeah, I agreed. I don't know if it's her because I because I, I feel like the, it was just a lot of confusion when she came to the main roster. Is she hate? Is she yeah. heel? One week, one is she week face one with the other one. Yeah, it's just she, oh, she kind of said the same thing she, during interview. She was like, "We shouldn't be heels or faces. There shouldn't be heels or faces. Just go out and be you, like Stone Cold." Yeah, that was advice that was actually just given to me recently. Really? Yeah, he's like he didn't come out to be a face. He was come out to be himself, and fans just got behind it. Same thing with Becky Lynch. She was a heel that fans got behind. So I see what she was saying. But now that she's a full-on face, because Charlotte Flair is kind of a tweener for a brief moment there in that rivalry. I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know. Like I, I understand. I understand like that concept of it. It just it seems like it's not clicking. I think fans are confused with Rhea Ripley. Yeah, that that's what I feel. Well, now that she's a full-on face, maybe going forward, should we book like a face? We'll see what happens. Maybe it's the booking. I don't know. Or creative. Or creative. Because she is doing the same thing. I, I I feel like she's whether heel or face, she has been doing the same thing. I just remember last time I saw a face take the, the take the lid on the commentary desk, smash somebody in the face, and dis- disqualified for that. Mm, that was yeah. a heel move. Yeah, which Charlotte Flair said, "You're learning, bitch." Is she learning to be a heel? I don't. I don't know, man. We keep here all night. Talk yeah. about talk about it enough. One thing I'm totally else confused about is I'm not buying into this Jackson Riker Elias feud. No, I thought that strap match was going to be the blow off. Now we got a fucking. This whatever musical match that was, and I probably we'll see something else. I'm just not buying into this feud at all. No. I just commit this to be over and see what happens. Anything else for TV? I think we I think we covered the gambit tonight. Yeah, we covered quite a bit here. Let's let's wrap it up. Yeah, all right. Let's do that. Let's wrap it up. Any go home thoughts for you, my friend? I have a couple. Hollywood's Corner is coming back. This week's guest is going to be Ryan Peterson, ring announcer okay. yeah. from uh, Titan and various other promotions. Good interview, man. We talked about uh. The, the sad passing of, of his mom, mm, yeah, and uh, actually, Tim he actually almost walked away from wrestling after that. Really, yeah, yeah really good open really? conversation, pretty deep there. Uh, good guy, man. It was good. I saw him at Titan, and that's how this interview happened. And uh, what else? Oh yeah, I have to talk about this. I have to talk about this. Say it, AJ Pan. Damn right, is going to be hosting. August 21st, SummerSlam. Shot Wrestling presents the watch party at Hooters with Jimmy J, AJ Pan. Apparently, uh, we have this going to be a pretty big surprise over there, too. I, I can't talk about that yet. More to come. I'm sure Jimmy J is going to be talking about that uh, throughout social media. Okay. And then basketball is coming up August 1st. Shane Fair, good friend of the show, will be hosting that. Plenty of people there that you'll be recognizing from the indie world. Heels versus Faces. Basketball. I'm a little disappointed I'm not there. I just, speaking of basketball, by the way. Basket brawl. I know it's basket brawl, but they'll be playing basketball. Uh, speaking of basketball, I just played Jimmy J in basketball this past week. NBA 2K? No, like real basketball. Really? Yeah. Okay. One-on-one? Uh, no, he, he actually brought a couple friends. Okay. Two-on-two? Two? Played two-on-two, played a little 21. Yeah, I still got it, man. Really? Yeah, I was pretty proud of myself. He he brought a couple of like, younger guys. I was like, oh shit, here we go. Like, so you didn't know your partner? Did did not know. Wow. First first couple games, I did play with Jimmy J. Okay. Jimmy J was huffing and puffing. Really? 
yapping his mouth a little too much, couldn't get back on D. I don't think Jimmy understood how competitive I get. But uh, he, he, we're rolling again for this Tuesday coming up, man. Really? Yeah. All right, good luck. Yeah, thank you, man. Maybe set some cameras and... Uh, you want to play some ball? Do you play? I get winded just saying the word basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so, fair enough, fair not. enough. What about you, my man? Do you have any go-home thoughts? I was going to talk about basketball in the viewing party, but you covered it. So, no, I'm good. I'm looking forward to the interview with uh, Ryan, though, in Hollywood's Corner. Tuesdays, 9 a.m., Hollywood Corner on YouTube. Yes, on, on Shot, Shot of Wrestling. Can't wait. So, for your... For your favorite actor, the Hollywood Assassin, Mark Schwann, you can find me at yourfavoriteactor.com. Is the Shot of Wrestling stuff up yet? Not yet, dude. Anyway, I've been overwhelmed at Michael J. Party. Until next week. Party, yeah. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>